I just got a text asking if I want to sell a house that I don't own. (laughs) Before we start the show, we want to let you know that this episode contains discussion of mental health issues that could have negative effects on some listeners. If you need more information, check the show notes for details. Remember, we're not experts, just two teenagers talking about other people's experiences. If you need advice or support, you should talk to a trusted friend or adult. This podcast is not a replacement for professional support. If you don't feel comfortable talking to someone you know, we have a variety of hotlines and other resources on our website, and you can always reach out to us directly using the contact information in the show notes if you don't know where to start. In addition, please remember that Benjamin and I are two of many people who care about your well-being. Well, we try to ensure that everything we say during the show reflects this. We're only human, and what we say sometimes sounds different from what we mean. If you feel like something we say in this episode could have negative impacts, please reach out using the contact information in the show notes, and we'll do our best to correct our mistake. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Human Equation Podcast, a show about what it means to be a teenager in the 21st century. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Dushini. Today, we'll be hearing from someone we haven't met before. She's going to be talking about her experience with depression and a stressful home life. Hannah, take it away. My name is Hannah, and I'm here to talk about my mental health and relationships with parents. When I was 12, I began to get really depressed, and I really, really didn't want to get up in the mornings and go to school. Then, once I hit 13, I got to middle school and started cutting myself. Just so you know, if you ever have depression or have suicidal thoughts, get help. I got help and went to the ward. And I am talking with therapists. I am recently going to this high school named and I lived there. Though at home, it's not really that fun. My parents fight. I have a really bad dad who is in Washington, but he never calls me. And that's what makes me depressed. One way I do keep myself from self-harm is make music and draw and sing. But it's hard. My stepdad and mom got along very well until my mom accused him of cheating. She does that from time to time and still does it. And they fight over it. They fight so much and it's like financial issues and all this stuff. I hope one day I could just be normal. I don't think I'm normal at all. The Human Equation will be right back. Hi everyone. We wanted to take a moment to let you know about another great podcast that you might enjoy. We're always on the lookout for interesting podcasts, and when we found this teenage life, we knew it was perfect. It's created by a group of teenagers who share their own experiences on a variety of topics, including relationships, kindness, and the fears associated with growing up. 
We believe the content we put in our show reflects on us, so we've taken the time to listen to this teenage life and believe that taking a few minutes to check it out for yourself would be a valuable use of your time. You can find This Teenage Life wherever you're listening to The Human Equation right now, and we have a link to their website in the show notes. Happy listening! Hi guys, it's Darshini. Before the journal discussion segment, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for taking the time to listen. If you like the show, we'd appreciate it if you shared it with some friends and maybe even on social media. Additionally, you can follow us on Instagram for the latest updates and more. There's more information in the show notes. And now, back to the show. To start off, I think it would be a good idea just for us to come up with a definition as to what depression is. Depression is defined as a period of at least two weeks where a person is experiencing the loss of interest or pleasure in daily activities or is having problems with sleep, eating, concentration, and is just overall experiencing a depressed mood. Depression in terms of the physical function of the brain is an immediate thing. If your brain works that way, then you have depression. I think what you're describing is for a diagnosis. So in each of our episodes, we've been addressing the stigma behind mental health, why it's around, and a couple of different myths that we hear often when it comes to mental health. And one of them that I've heard before is the idea that prevention doesn't work and it's impossible to prevent mental illnesses. And the fact is, while it is common, it's definitely something that can be prevented. And simply talking to someone about it isn't going to induce that kind of thought in them. It makes them aware, right? Just by talking to someone about it doesn't mean that you're going to prompt them to fall into depression or to have some kind of other mental illness, which is, I think, a reason as to why people don't talk about it. These mental illnesses are at their most fundamental level differences in the way the brain works. And you're not going to be able to cause that just by mentioning something to someone. They're either already experiencing that or they're not. But it's better to have that conversation with them, even if they are, because then you can help them get support and help them find resources to get through it. And people who do experience mental health issues, they can recover. It's not as if once you are diagnosed or a family member is diagnosed or a friend is diagnosed that they are stuck with that forever. People with mental health problems can get better and many recover completely. It all depends on the support system that they have and the medications that they're taking. All of that works together in this recovery process that is entirely possible. Even for those people who don't recover completely, they're still capable of living happy, productive lives, as long as they have that support system there whenever they need it. It's when people don't have that support system that problems happen. It can be really difficult to hear that a friend or a family member has been diagnosed with depression or some kind of other mental health illness, but I would like to mention that it's not your fault. It's hard to hear and it's definitely okay for you to let that affect you. You're probably confused and wondering how you could have missed something that would have had such obvious signs like that. I know I felt that way when it came to a friend. I felt that way when it came to a family member. You're just really shocked, but it's not your fault. 
And once you do know, you can take action. And there are ways that you can help that person, right? Even if you didn't somehow know before, you know now, and you can definitely do something about it. Blaming yourself implies that you could have somehow had advanced knowledge that something was going to happen. And that's just an unreasonable expectation when sometimes people who are experiencing this don't even recognize it in themselves for a long time. So to expect that you as an outside observer could notice that before even they could isn't something that you should expect from yourself and isn't something that you should allow to be expected of you by anyone because that's unreasonable and it places blame where there really is none. So I'd like to just mention one part of Hannah's story where she's talking about how she uses her ability to make music as a way of coping with depression. And I'd like to mention that that's actually a really good coping mechanism, like one that's actually based in science. And there are a lot of studies that have been done that show that listening to certain types of music with people around you in a certain way can all reduce stress and pain and symptoms of depression. And I was looking into why. There are some idea that it triggers our body's natural pain relievers and our entire brain is involved in music like when people are listening to music and MRI scans are done like all these different parts of their brain lights up in activity and it increases dopamine in your brain and it makes you happier and actually music therapy is something that I came across when I was looking into this and it's a viable and effective treatment for mental health And it's basically using clinically based studies and evidence regarding music to accomplish your own goals within a therapeutic relationship. And it's done by professionals who have actually completed a musical therapy program. Something we really wanted to cover in this episode was coping mechanisms. So we actually asked our followers on Instagram to share some of theirs with us. And a couple of our responses were meditation, art, spending time with family or pets, and listening to music. And that's just a couple, but what's important is that you find something that works for you because there are so many ways to get through whatever you're experiencing and just keep going. Because for a lot of people, that's what they need. They don't need intense care. They don't need constant support. They just need something that they can use to get through a difficult day or a difficult hour. Because those can be the hardest parts of dealing with something like this are those really, really bad times where you feel like you don't have anyone to turn to and you just need something to focus on. A coping mechanism could really be anything that you enjoy doing that will allow you to take your focus onto something else. That something else being whatever it is that you really enjoy doing, which could be anything from, like Ben mentioned, listening to music, taking a walk outside, talking to a friend or a family member. There's a lot of different options. The whole point of coping mechanisms is that they're supposed to be helpful even when there aren't other people around. Because coping mechanisms are kind of a replacement for when you don't have access to that human support. That's it for this episode. Before we go, we wanted to remind you to send us your stories about teenage life. They can be related to mental health, but they don't have to be. We're particularly interested in technology and social media, but you can share anything. We also need your feedback so that we can keep improving the show. Reach out using the contact information in the show notes and tell us your thoughts. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back soon. Until then, stay human.
The human equation is created by Benjamin and Darshani. Special thanks to Hannah for sending us her story for this episode. You can find information about who else contributed to this episode and instructions for submitting your own story, music, or artwork in the show notes. Yes, I do figure out what to talk. I do figure out what to talk. (laughs)